Okay. 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 Back to one. If you ever wondered what it would be like to have a really smart, funny, supportive mentor guiding you through a major change in your life, this is the episode for you. I recorded my latest session with my career coach, Joanne Zippel, and I'm sharing it warts and tears and all. This is OK Back to One, surviving the stops and starts of a Hollywood career. I'm Carrie Carlock. Hi, everyone. Well, it's two weeks later, but I'm still in the same basic holding pattern. I'm sick again. This cold season has just really hit everyone, I I think, really hard. Um, And I'm also still trying to find out how to balance everything on my plate. So luckily, I have a career coach, Joanne Zippel of Zip Creative. It's something I decided to invest in when all of these changes started happening, and I really don't didn't know how I was going to navigate these new waters. It's really been helpful for me, and so I asked Joanne if I could record our session to give you an inside scoop of how it all works. The great thing about finding someone like Joanne who has specific knowledge in my field, filmmaking, is that she really knows the ins and outs of the business. So when she's helping me like map out my plans, She can not only be really specific on the business side, but she emotionally understands the work too. So Joanne has 25 years of experience as a manager, producer, and entrepreneur working in theater, film, sponsorship, marketing, and creative development in the entertainment business. She is an executive producer of the romantic comedy feature Bite Me by writer, actor, producer Naomi McDougal-Jones, which is how I met her. Zip Creative evolved out of her work as a manager of screenwriters and playwrights, guiding their careers, helping them to pursue their passions and stay true to their creative vision. Our sessions are an hour, so I've cut this down. I'm going to skip over like our initial catch up and me like rehashing how I was sick and all of the projects I have on my plate. Um, So, but I found two really great parts in the conversation that I wanted to share with you, which really cut to the heart of what a career coach can do for you. The first part is about support and encouragement, and the second part gets to the nitty-gritty of mapping out my goals for our new movie. So what you're going to hear really starts right after I admitted that I don't want to do my freelance projects anymore. Um, And I really need to talk to Nick about our budget, like our, you know, our family budget. Um, It just comes down to the fact that I clearly can't do everything I've taken on. And it's almost like I've taken it on to sabotage myself so that I don't have to commit to doing the movie. And so I was talking about how I feel guilty about not doing the projects and therefore not like quote unquote working. And you know, that guilt comes from my own notion of what I should be doing you know, that working hard is the most important thing and that only like rich people can follow their passions. Um, And um, what she had to say really touched me and it has really helped me. So I'm happy to share it with you. One quick technical note. I recorded this from our real session. Um, Joanne's in New York, so we do a video conference and I just hit record. Um, So you might notice some distractions in her office and Joanne uses her hands a lot when she talks, so you might hear her like, you know, hitting the table with to emphasize something or um, clapping, and so um, it's all very down and dirty, but 
it's totally real. And um, here's my session with Joanne Zippel. You made that commitment to yourself. That's a commitment. And your investment in you to really do the things that you love and that are real true reflection of who you are and, 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 you know, what your creative capacities are. So, you know, isn't that what you're here to do? Isn't that what you hear as a human being, as you carry or to here to do? So embrace that, embrace that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so what, so what about the other thing? <laughs> Cause it, it's, you know, yes, that those are all the, you know, stories. And that's just what they are. They're, they're narratives that you developed in order to survive or to be loved or to be like, you know, all those things, but they're just stories. And so what is it that's really coming up from you inside the, that generative loving place within yourself to be able to live in that place and to, to always remember that Mm -hmm. when these, you know, you think that like the, the narratives and the, what these people are saying is like your highly paid counsel, but really they're just default, negative default mm-hmm. narratives and stories that you've lived with your whole life. They're not real. <laughs> they're just, they're the past. You, you have this wonderful opportunity to really step in. And that's what you did last fall was leading that job. Give yourself permission to do it. Carrie. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's just hard. <laughs> What's hard about it? What's hard about it? If you just took the time and actually one step at a time embraced what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I guess the fear is like losing control. Okay, well, you can't control everything. Right. <laughs> you know, you're, you're like doing something really new. It's, a little, it, it's scary and that's okay. I guess you can relate to what I'm going through and that's what has brought you to the work you're doing now, right? My back to one was that in 2006, 2007 was like the hardest year of my life. I I, um, was working in New York City. I was commuting from New Jersey to New York City five days a week. Um, I was going through a divorce, which was Mm -hmm. really difficult, but I'm grateful to say that it was amicable divorce, but it was still really difficult. I had two kids, you know, dealing with all this. And I, I had this moment. It's like, okay, what do I really want? What do I really care about? What is important to me? And I had been working with art, uh, artists as a manager, but um, I, I realized the thing that I love most about working with artists was that one-on-one helping them stay true to their creative vision, you know, in the face of all the craziness, all the negativity, just that process of being able to support them in that and hear what they were saying. And I realized, you know, I, as a manager, I, I kind of was doing that, but there really was this coach in me. It really was there. Mm-hmm. And working with artists and, you know, of course I love working with the material as well. And then, you know, stepping into my role as a producer, you know, it is, it was really, you know, this is what I love. I mean, just really focusing on 
what I love and what I was, you know, good at. And, you know, I, I just, I think that it was a natural outgrowth of what I had been doing to some degree, but also this clarity around doing it for, you know, in a way that was healthy for me, that would um, no longer kind of put me in that, that straight jacket of what I had been doing before, but really doing it in a really clear way and, and taking, and taking the step to really make it happen. Mm -hmm. That was, you know. I mean, I love hearing these stories because everybody, it's, I feel like it's universal in that it, it tends to come from something painful. And from that, yeah, that's like, true. amazing growth. That's, and, yeah, that's right. So it's like I said, it was the it was the most difficult year of my life, but the the year of the most growth. And and I think you know you you're in that place. Yeah, you're in that place right now. And it, I, mean, it, I know I keep hearing myself saying this is hard, and I feel like I'm like a broken record, and like I'm complaining, but but I feel like this is hard. <laughs> you know, like that's where I'm at right now. This is hard. <laughs> But so it's so inspiring to hear, to hear that it's worth it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I think you're doing work and the, and the stuff that you're doing, the stuff it's a focus. It's really focusing on the stuff that you love on the stuff that, and, and why the, why you're doing it and, and not so much on the hard, like, yeah. If, it's one thing to, to feel, yeah, yes, there are challenges that are hard, but you know, we have choices to make. We can say, um, what we, do we want to focus on what's delicious and wonderful in our lives and that, that moves us and inspires us? Or do we want to focus on the crap? You know, it's like, I'm not going to go look at the garbage after I put it in the garbage and take it out of the garbage again. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to really go where it's light and where my heart is telling me, you know, I'm going to go with my heart. Yeah. And that's really, that inspiration of that is just, it feels so damn good, you know? (laughs) We turned in a new draft like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, our producers just called us actually yesterday and said, we'd love it, which they have really? never done before. Oh God, I can't wait to read it. I'm really impressed. You really, and, and they love it. So first of all, I want you to give yourself some credit for that, please. <laughs> like you and Nick, you know, that you, you were able to translate the script, you know, that those notes and, and take it to a much higher level. And that is, you should feel really good about that. So yeah, take that in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that was really, I would say, as far as your long-term 2020 plans, that was key. You had to get that script in shape. Um, yeah, 2020, we want to make this movie. We want to make the movie. Next and I, I, October, is that what you're thinking? October, yeah. And, and I would love, what, what's your perspective on this? That like, I would love to say, okay, we're moving to Massachusetts in September. We got to start, we're going to start moving toward that idea. Like 
we need to buy a minivan so we can drive there (laughs) with the dog. We have to figure out if somebody can stay at the house. Like we need to figure out where we're going to live, where the crew, you know, where we're going to be crewing from and set a date to shoot it. Yeah, it's nine months. So, you know, you, you, you really do have to plan it if you're going to shoot it in October. So that is, that's key. What's, what's, um, what are the steps? What's the first thing that if, if, and and the producers are, are also, they're on board with this, they're ready to go. Um, well, I guess that's, I mean, I think they have been in a holding pattern until we cracked the script. Mm -hmm. So I think we're meeting tomorrow night. So I think that is what the discussion should be. Like, are you, do you feel this is something you can now move forward to partner they want to do partner with a production company. So start moving those wheels while we start moving the wheels of the actual production. Like you do the money, we'll do the, the production. The original agreement kind of before that they were going to yeah. do the money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's, that conversation has to be had like ASAP. Like, yeah. Okay are we going to go ahead with this and, and then planning it, planning it out because that's the, it's going to, it has to start now <laughs> doing the prospecting, trying to figure out what the logistics of that plan plan are in Massachusetts. And um, what could you, you know, so tomorrow, so the first step is having the meeting with the producers yeah, and having whatever that agenda is, knowing what that agenda is going to be for tomorrow night being really clear on that yeah and what are the steps that are going to have to be taken in this month right now the next three to four weeks that will lead you to being prepared for for october what Mm -hmm. you know what do you know i mean you mentioned some of them to me yeah but I mean, I don't know if we should, because I, I, I think the foremost on our mind is the step we're trying to finish and then making a mood board, like kind of doing those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Should I think of that separately? Um, I like the, you know, I like to put things in boxes. So I wrap my head around it. Am I thinking of that? The, the lookbook, you know, the, um, the deck, what, you know, those kinds of things that those are marketing tools. Yeah. And your producers are going to need those. I mean, if they're going to go out and look for money, they're going to need a really spiffy looking presentation that says, this is this project. So that's, I would say that's a priority. Yeah. That's simultaneous, but that's, so if that's, that's what you're contributing to it, which is really more to the marketing and money side of it. It's not the production side. <laughs> so those are separate. Yeah. You know, if they're going to need that. So I, I would say that's probably a priority, even though it's not part of that, what we were just talking about, how are we going to get the production in October? Yeah. Other than, yeah, we're not going to be able to make it unless we get the money and we need, you need some kind of a um, presentation that really shows what this project is. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, is it, is it, do you think it's it's constructive to think like okay we spend you know what six weeks let's say focusing on that marketing so that when we hit March we have the I can't do the math five months <laughs> to focus on you know start focusing on like moving our life toward 
moving? What are the dates that we're going to drive there? What are the, you know, sort of the nitty gritty of that? I mean, I don't know. Are there other production priorities that, that have to be dealt with now in terms of like location or any, any kind of location? Yeah. I think it's just starting the the networking of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, who we've already scouted a little bit. So um, keeping in touch with those people and, but also just partners in general, not just locations, but, you know, potential hotels and uh, mm-hmm. rental houses and, you know, like that kind of stuff. Right. I think we, could, we should start doing um, just so that it's not, we're doing it all in a week or something. Well, may- maybe the thing is to just write the list. You yeah. Start to write the list. Okay. What has to happen? You know, some kind of a timeline for the next seven months and what what are the things have to be done this month next month and and so forth so that you know what's coming yeah and you know in terms of the mood the 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 um deck and the mood board that kind of the lookbook that you know is a near-term priority Mm -hmm. maybe that's you know that's what you're going to focus on because you want to get that to the producers. And um, I think when they, yeah, I mean, when you send the script, you want to send all that stuff together, right? Like, absolutely. You need it. It's, 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 it's essential. And I don't know what percent, you know, are you also working on the, um, the investor package or the industry package? I mean, they're two separate things. Yeah. I mean, we we need, we need need, to ask them about that. Yeah, who's going to be writing that content? Yeah, you know, describing what it is that, um, and you know, if, if you're going out for, I mean, are they going to equity investors? Are they? I mean, so they're going to go. They, to I mean, they they want to do a production company. They, I'm sorry, what? They want to find a production company to partner with. Mm-hmm. But but when that happens, you know that production company isn't necessarily going to have the financing. What's the, do you, did, right. did you decide on the budget? Did they decide to decide on the budget? 1.5. 1.5. Okay. Do you have a casting, um, do you have a casting director? Yeah. No, not yet. Okay. Cause, cause at 1.5, it's going to be tough to do it with no names. Just given. Yeah. I think you, we, we, um, we pumped up the, I mean, we don't, there, I don't think there's any kids this age that would be a big enough draw mm-hmm. name wise, but we pumped up uh, Ashley's mom and Sam's mom is mm-hmm. a, is a, a cop now, oh, um, cool. and, which is, which, which was really true to Nick's experience. His good friend's mom was a cop and was involved in all of this. Oh, wow. That's great. Um, and that, that line, I think it was in there that before that line about um, you can sleep with a baseball bat if you're scared. She said that to them. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so my, our thought was like, get awesome women from the eighties to, to, to have the name there. And, and then, you know, that name, I don't know if that name recognition is strong enough either, but it's kind of a, kind of what we were thinking. What do you mean? Like who, for instance? Like Martha Plimpton, you know, cause she was in Goonies and mm-hmm. um, the woman from Flashdance. Jennifer Beals. Jennifer Beals. Um, Meredith Salinger, who starred in um, The Journey of Natty Gann, which is like an amazing. We also want to draw on that sense of like girl power, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So um, 
the journey of Natty Gann was like my favorite movie when I was that age. And she was like an awesome girl on an adventure, you know? So I just think that would be amazing if she was Ashley's mom. Um, but then there's also like Elizabeth Banks is from that area and, and our age, you know, our age and might remember that. So something like that might work too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I think you're going to find there's so many great women of that, of the age of the mom, you know, the mom that could potentially do it. Um, but yeah, I think that is a big, uh, that's going to be an issue in terms of, you know, if you're raising 1.5. Yeah. yeah. Like how much um, money? Yeah. The other thing is that you could do it SAG diversity. Um, so which you do it for a million 40, you know, it, it's normally it would be 700, but you can bump up the budget to to a million uh, 40,000. Wait, so walk, walk me through that. Um, it's modified low budget. It's SAG modified low budget, which is the one that's 700, I think. But I think it's, I think it's a million 40,000. It can go up to, if you have a certain number of people, diversity, women in particular, if you have really strong women role, women's roles and you've got a lot of women in this, it mm -hmm. might work. And, you know, that's just a, a thought. So like, so meaning their, their, um, contract is for low budget is currently 700, but if you qualify for the diversity, yeah. you can go up to one, four, no, not one, four, one, one million, 40,000, ah. 1.04, something like that. Right. Oh, four. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's something to think about, but, um, so yeah, but I just, I think that that is like a, going to be an issue if you're going to go up to these higher just in terms of recruitment you're going to need yeah. some names right um, so that's like i guess that would be part of the timeline <laughs> it's like you know when are you going to go out gonna, to people go out to people and, and get i think that. we should do it now so that it's part of the package yeah. like right if people are yeah, certainly you should i mean if you're doing the what you're doing the uh I mean, the thing is, if you're going to go to a production company and you need something to go to a production company with, they're going to want an industry package versus an investor package. Right, right. Stuff, you know, and they're going to, you know, you, you'll have sort of a budget that you think you're going to, so you go for 1.5 and, you know, that would be sort of what you picked and you're, you're saying, this is what we're thinking the range in, but they don't need all that other, you know, this is how we're going to pay it back and, you know, because that's their business. They understand. Right. The shares and all that. They're not going to do right, that. Right. right that's right. more for an equity investor. Right. So but I think we should still have it ready because let, to your point, like they're not going to, they may not have the money on hand and they still have to go out for it. Right. So we should still have it ready. Which, which you mean the uh, 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 investor packet and like know how we want to do the shares and everything. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think you need, you need, those are the three things, the, you know, the lookbook, the industry packet and the investor packet, which have a lot of similar elements to them. They just don't have, um, they don't go into all the description about recruitment and that kind of stuff. It's more, yeah. it's just, you, you have like a top budget, you know, top sheet for the budget for 1.5. Do they, so have they done a budget? No, we've, we've had it. Um, we had that last, uh, draft, uh, an AD break it down and do the breakdown, um, just to see the days and like start talking about budget. Um, but you know, now it's all changed and we, and based on that, it was like 
not doable. So that was one of the other reasons we pumped up the adult role so that we would have less time we needed with kids. Mm-hmm. We tried to pare down locations. Like, so this draft is more production co- budget conscious. So, mm-hmm. so I think from this draft, we should, we can start building the budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. Good. Yeah. Um, but now I'm wondering if, okay, so, so what we're doing for this what I'm calling this creative deck is we had this concept of like Ashley's notebook mm-hmm. that you find Ashley's book notebook and she is walking you through the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, you know, you get introduced to the characters and it's all, but it's all in her. It's like little kid, you know, well, I made it. So yeah. Right. It's the arts and crafts thing you were doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. But it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So it's like kind of like, you know, things cut out and stickers and. That's, a, that's um, a, basically you're talking about a lookbook. Well, that was my question. Like when I think of a lookbook, I think of like, you know, beautiful photography that you would, that is inspiring to you or frames of a movie that, you know, you, it's going to be this look. It's so it's not the look of the movie. Okay. It's more a feeling. I think it's very evocative of the eighties and the time period and, and, um, girlhood, mm-hmm. but, but it's not the look of the movie. And then you get to the end and we have like a little manila envelope and then it's like, you click that open and then it's like our bios and then it gets into more production information and budget and, you know, stuff like that. So that information is in there, but it's not a typical, it's not, I don't know what, I don't know. I, don't think it, I think it sounds like it's very creative and you could put what information you need in there. I think it's really more, it sounds like it's a framework for showing what the, what the project is and the essence of the story, you know, the essence of it. So I, I, it just, it seems like just you're creating a framework to just present the information doesn't, doesn't right make, is that so it is i think it's useful do you um, think it serves as a lookbook or maybe maybe one maybe in the production side then we also do a typical like framing you know this is what the town looks like this is what how we would shoot i think you could do it all in one absolutely yeah just it you know i think it shows kind of what you know Red Knights are that kind of thing. It shows what the story is, um, but it it also is a you know like I said it's it's almost like a template for presenting that information. And you can put those photographs. I mean, have you and Nick thought about the look? I mean, you, you've been you've obviously been looked at locations and things. Do you have photographs? I mean, yeah, yeah. Just do it all. In yeah. That- but in that one thing. And I mean, will you have a director's statement of what yeah. it's supposed to be? And we are struggling with writing that, but yes, <laughs> that would be like yeah. in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, I think one, one is fine. You know, you can use that and, and adapt it and make it into the lookbook. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, you know, I don't think you need, you don't think people are like strictly like it has to be the, like, what is this? This isn't what we usually get or whatever. I don't know. I, I think I think the more creative, as long as it's cl- it's clear, there's clarity, and they're g- taking from it what you want them to take from it. Yeah, I think the more creative, the better. You know, like everybody's got like you know the typical PowerPoint with you know 
some photographs and then, <laughs> but if you've got a different way of doing this, I think it will, it may really spark people's attention. I mean, that's our, that's our hope. Right. You know? <laughs> your instincts are good on it. That, that, that's least from my perspective. I think your instincts are really good. I think it's just making sure that you're getting all the information you need to um, give them in mm -hmm. a, as concise a way as possible in a document that what, mm -hmm. what this is going to be. Okay. Cause yeah. I think, some, you know, there'll be some times where you're going to send the script in the lookbook and you know, for, for, you know, for production companies, they script a lookbook and maybe the, um, you know, in industry package, you know, but, or maybe you're just doing the lookbook and, and the script too, you know, as long as it's, cause they, you know, they're going to know if they're in the industry, they kind of know what the, how this is, how, how to do it. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's, um, I feel like it's speed dating. Like, mm -hmm. you know, right. people know pretty quickly what works for them and what doesn't, I think. Mm -hmm. And so it's really like for those people that it, that it would be something that's interesting, like continuing to capture their imagination. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, and, you know, and I think, you know, if you have just something very, very simple, like a one pager about, okay, this is what the project is. This is where we're planning on shooting it. This is the dates. This is the budget. Um, I mean, I don't know if you have thought about your, your marketing strategy yet, because that generally, you know, is something that would go in um, the in investor packet and possibly even in the industry packet, you know, just sort of, I mean, you're, it's really your rationale for why you're doing this story now and mm -hmm. what, what audiences your your mark your your you know your marketing it too and why they would want to see this and why this is different and and then you know what it's how and 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 some comparisons as to what it's either similar or similar to or not but what differentiates it and what makes it special and I mean it's a really original story so but based on something so then you yeah. also have that based on a true true crime and you know so all those things have to be articulated in, in the document yeah how close are you do you have a sort of a draft so far or yeah. are you, mm -hmm. so you're, you've already been thinking about all this stuff yes it's we've been, we've been dragging it along for a while because we've been <laughs> trying to do it simultaneously with the draft and i think now that the draft is we will have the the bandwidth to focus on this so in terms of the commitments what are the you know, oh well yes so nick and i are going to have that discussion we're meeting with the producers tomorrow night and we'll i have the list of like things we need to settle like who's responsible for what really and then make a timetable like a timeline which months we'll be focusing on moving toward the movie it's 2020 you know we're moving forward and it's all good you know yeah. it's, like, it's gonna it's 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 exciting so now i have three new goals for the next couple of weeks Nick and I are going to talk about our household budgets so that I can really figure out if I need to be doing these freelance projects. We're going to talk to the producers about each of our roles moving forward, and we're going to make a timeline. 
it's a lot, but I feel really good about it. It feels invigorating to me to sort of know the path that I and and have a goal. Um, and I have a clean slate because I accomplished two big things. I have booked the headshots, which I set for myself as a goal in way back in episode three. <laughs> I finally got that done and the actual headshots are going to be in a couple weeks and I can't wait to share those with you. And um, from my episode with Hudson Phillips, he and I both achieved our goals. So he read his short story submissions and I did write and send our first Dose Goats newsletter. So if you didn't receive it and you'd like to be on the mailing list, you can text Dose Goats to 66866. That's D-O-S-G-O-A-T-S to 66866. It's really easy to join and you can get some fun insight into um, what Nick and I are doing. So how are your goals going? Is this, is like hearing all of this helping you at all? I would love to know what you think of the show. You can subscribe and rate it um, or leave comments. Tell me what your favorite episode is, what you want to know about filmmaking or what goals you've accomplished. You know, some of the other things I talked about with Joanne in this session is what I really want to accomplish here on the podcast. I'm planning on focusing on female filmmakers and then how we're going to make our second feature. And that's one of the reasons I'm trying to clear the board so I can focus on these topics. But let me know if there's anything else you want me to talk about. I also just want to mention that a career coach is not a therapist. There's a lot of schooling involved and many of them have PhDs. But if you're experiencing mental health issues, please go see a doctor. I see a therapist for when I'm feeling depressed or anxious, and it's really helpful. Um, And the career coaching is helpful for encouragement and goal setting. So there's really two different functions there. And there are ways you can get help for reasonable rates for either of those, you know, tactics. And if you need help finding those people, let me know. I'd be happy to help you find either. Have a great day and thanks for listening.